Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I just didn't want to be here anymore. But then I also knew deep down that I still had so much to live for. Better times are around the horizon. And I think that's when it got to the point where I thought, well, I need, to, I need some help. I need to call someone. Welcome to another episode of the Waffle Shop podcast today i'm joined by singer model and everything in between josh cuthbert welcome to the waffle shop that's that's one of the nicest introductions i've ever had so i appreciate that and everything <laughs> everything in between we sound like sounds just like the best thing in the world but i appreciate the bigging up well no it's true though is it because you literally you do everything like you're a very talented guy I don't know about that. Maybe, maybe a bit of one of those people that tries to do everything but isn't great at anything. But that's fine. <laughs> but at least you tried. That's the key that's, thing. At least you tried. <laughs> that is very true. How are you? I'm not too bad. We were saying before we hit the record button, it is very, very hot <laughs> yeah. today. Right. So it is that typical British thing of like, we're not happy when it's cold. We're not happy when it's too warm. But, you know, we, we like, we, we're never happy, are we? happy but you know what? i'm not happy in this heat i don't i know i sound like an old man moaning but this is just like i'm currently i can actually feel the sweat dripping down my down my leg hair as i'm chatting to you so it's just too much <laughs> detail guys but um it's um yeah we're not made for this we're not made for this weather no on nothing it's just absolutely vile but hey listen at least it's not raining exactly there's always negatives to positives always mm. um how are you doing yeah, I'm okay, thank you. Um, I think um, I think uh, I've kind of yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm just really happy to be chatting to you because um, I like talking about important things and I like yes. talking that that means something. Um, and hopefully can kind of help other people that listen to this out there maybe realize that they're you know they're not alone in 
in kind of normal feelings that maybe they don't think are so normal. So yeah, Definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm okay, thank you. The perfect person to waffle with. Exactly, I'm happy to waffle for, for, for the afternoon, for sure. Perfect. Bit of a spicy waffle today because of how hot it is. But anyway, we, we move on, we move on. Um, for anyone who is listening today, this is a very special episode of the podcast as we're actually recording to talk about the Samaritans and their incredible campaign for um, National Suicide Awareness Day. The Samaritans is an incredible charity that myself and Josh have in some ways or form have had to utilize throughout our own journeys, which is something obviously we'll get into as we have a bit of a waffle. But I just want to start off the show by saying that if there is anyone out there who is struggling at the moment, please reach out to them because I think me and Josh are both kind of, I mean, I don't want to speak for Josh, sorry, <laughs> we'll get into your own journey. Um, but we're we're here as a result of the incredible work that they do. So if you are struggling, please, please get in touch with them. Well yes. said. Yes. Well <laughs> God, I felt like the sweat dripping off my head then. <laughs> Thank God it's the podcast, eh? <laughs> what led you to working with the Samaritans? For me, it's um it's a charity that do absolutely incredible things. Um and for um, a lot of people, and like you said, by the sounds of it, maybe maybe you, myself, it's kind of, um, it's the last port of call for some people. And um, they are there 24-7 to um, be there when people need it the most, when they're struggling with their mental health, when they're maybe feeling suicidal, when they're maybe feeling like they're not good enough, that they can't carry on, that they can't, you know, go another day at, at this crazy thing that we call life. So for me, the Samaritans are such a special charity that I just am so honoured. Like, I really am so honoured to be involved in and to be an ambassador for them and to sort of sing their praises from the rooftops because, um, like you said at the start, they are a wonderful charity that do some incredible things for so many people. No, I, I, I'm echoing everything that you say. A lot of people who have listened to this show already will know kind of like my journey in terms of like, well, to be fair, I wouldn't be sat here talking to you if I didn't start the podcast following my own mental health journey. With yourself, obviously, people will know you, obviously, from, you know, to fair, pretty much every av avenue that you do, whether it's modeling, um, from singing, obviously, with Union J. When it kind of came to like your own mental journey was there like moments or a defining moment that made you kind of reach out to the Samaritans or was there a particular moment in your life that you were like okay I need a little bit of help now I think it was the idea of losing um my wife and when I say losing my wife it wasn't um you know she'd never threatened to leave or anything like that but it got to the point where I was so, you know, I was struggling so much that there was no way I could be the man and the husband to her that I wanted to be and that I should be. Um, you know, it was, it was, I think because people don't realise how, and I, I don't think it's spoken enough, how tough it is for partners of people that go through mental health struggles like I went through, like yourself, you know, like so many, unfortunately, so many people do. So for me, it was that moment where I thought, if I don't get some help or 
or kind of you know try and get better and feel better in my in my in my headspace I may lose the best thing that's ever happened to me and will ever happen to me and that's my wife Chloe so I think that that was a defining moment um I also got myself in a position where I just didn't want to be here anymore um you know I, I didn't want to have to sort of go through a, you know feel those things that I was feeling anymore I didn't want that um but then I also knew deep down that I still had so much to live for and so much to still do in my life and experience so I was in this it was a real conflict where one part of me was going wouldn't it just be easier to to not be here anymore and the other part of me was going no keep fighting keep keep kind of keep stick with it better you know better times are around the horizon and I think that's when it got to the point where I thought well I need to I need some help I need to call someone when I was in such a bad state that I thought I need to speak to someone that isn't a family or friend member that's going to say oh you know you're all right you know everything's going to be all right you're great you're this you're that I needed to kind of speak to someone that didn't know me didn't know anything about me that was just a complete stranger and I think that's the special thing that Samaritans gives you is that that kind of safe space that you're not being judged you're not they, they they are just there to listen and that's such a comforting thing I mean like you said you've you've experienced that so I don't know if that's how you felt but just having someone on the end of the line that is just there to listen is such a powerful thing right no I completely and there's certain moments of like listening to like what you were just saying like the, I had like goosebumps because I feel very honored to be able to have these kind of conversations um especially because there was a time in my life where I felt like I was the only one who was experiencing these emotions and feeling like this. And I almost felt like guilty for feeling the way that I was. Um, And it wasn't until I kind of made that call to the Samaritans that I felt like for the first time ever, I felt like I was actually being heard. Mm, Like mm. there wasn't like, you know, they weren't listening to kind of just respond with like, oh, we could always be worse or Mm -hmm. someone then to compare their journey with mine. Um, and I felt heard for the first time. And like you said, like it was that safe space for me just to be kind of just to be myself and be like, well, OK, I can I, I can do this. Like it's you know, it's I, like you said, like days do get better. There's a there's a thing. And you, you mentioned it a few times when you were just saying um, about like your own journey, about the kind of like the judgment. Do you think obviously I know obviously we're, we're both men um the the judgment thing when it comes to us guys talking about like our mental health like there's there's a big element of judgment I think and it's quite in a weird way like going through my own journey I almost feel like a little bit silly now because it wasn't from like conversations like this I realized that actually you know what like we're all actually feeling this so we shouldn't be judging each other we shouldn't be judging ourselves and there's certainly no judgment from asking for a little bit of help in my opinion, mate, it's the, and I've said this before, and I will always say it, for me, it's the strongest and most, um, I guess, rewarding thing you can do is to, is to ask for help. Um, there is nothing, nothing wrong. And no, there is, no, it's not remotely weak. If anything, in my opinion, it's the complete opposite. If you're in a position where you can ask for help, that is the biggest and most kind of just, sensational step that you can take to getting better because until you ask for help you don't really understand that there are so many people out there that are also suffering and as and as horrible as that is 
I, I don't know about you, I took comfort in knowing that I wasn't alone. And that's not me trying to say like, oh my God, I'm so glad millions of people out there struggle with their mental health. For, for God's sake, no, I would obviously like no one to struggle, but just knowing that you're not alone is a real sense. It's like, it just feels like a weight is lifted, lifted off your shoulders immediately. So to me, it's like, you should be proud of yourself. And I always say this to people, and this is why I always try and talk to my my mates, especially my lad mates. I'm always, I actually ask them how they are. You know, a lot of lad conversations are small talk or it's about the football or it's about PlayStation or it's just about trivial things that don't really mean much when, when you break it down. Yeah, football's great and it's nice. You know, I'm a massive Chelsea fan. It's lovely supporting my team, but it's not that important when you break it all down. The important yeah. thing is, Feel, the moments you get to experience on the earth how happy you are how content you are how comfortable you are in your in your own skin I guess that's the most important thing so I'm always encouraging my mates in particular to just actually the you know just actually how are you like how are you is work all right if are you struggling are you struggling with anything and if you are chat to me let's chat yeah. like because once you chat it feels like that problem is immediately halved straight away, right? I'm a big advocate for that. A problem shared is a problem halved in my yeah, eyes. It 100%. is. 100%. It really is. And I think that actually us men, I think the stigma around it is getting better. Um, I'm sure there's different parts of the country and the world that it's not, um, which is such a shame. But actually, um, I think the more that us men can talk about it, it within lad situations at the pub or at you know, out for a night out or when we go and watch the footy with the boys or whatever it is, I think it's the more we can encourage people to to talk about it, the easier it will be and the more accepting it will be because um, we've grown up thinking, you know, certainly I've grown up thinking that the man has to provide and the man has to do this and that and that and has to be strong and has to be physically strong and whatever it is. But actually being mentally strong is so much more important than any of that, than anything. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a... I will shout it from the rooftops on my social media platform about about this because I'm so passionate about it. I feel like I wanted to clap then. Honestly, <laughs> mate, this is this is brilliant. So we talk about coping mechanisms on the show, and I've actually picked up some of my most powerful coping mechanisms, especially when like my anxiety is high or it's just one of those days where things feel a little bit heavy, purely from having these kind of conversations. And when things get a little bit much or you need a little bit of headspace, are there certain things or tools that you lean towards to kind of give you that bit of space? Yeah, yeah, there are. Um, I mean, I, I'm i not sure about you, but my my sort of down days, touch wood, are kind of a lot less frequent than they were, say, two, yes. three. But when they do hit and they happen, which, to be honest, I had one last, what day we'd say, I had one last week. And it knocked me for six, if I'm honest. Like, I just felt it It brought back so many scary memories and scary kind of headspace experiences that I had. Um, but I guess the difference now is that, like you just said, I've got, we've got some mechanisms that we can turn to. And mine, I've got quite a few. I mean, one of them is just exercise, whether that be walking, just going out, getting out, getting a just some sort of endorphins flowing around that always makes a huge difference for me um it's also writing things down that i'm grateful for um and just trying to remember why i got through that tough time 
you know the, the what 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 actually why i'm living why i'm why i work hard to to have fun and to enjoy my life and who i like to be with i think of those things i think of my wife my family my friends the trips we've been on the trips i've got coming up whatever it is you know just that helps writing things down i also find to-do lists a huge okay. help um because i don't know i don't know how you feel when you have a bad day but i struggle to get out of bed or i struggle to clean my teeth those sort of small things that we not take for granted because you don't take those things sort of things for granted but yeah i write some things down whether it just be i don't know make myself a cup of tea or make myself some breakfast and once once i've written the small things down and if i can try and achieve them in that day mentally it makes me feel good that i'm ticking things off and i know that sounds a bit strange but when my anxiety is high and I'm feeling depressed or I'm feeling low or I'm questioning my ability, questioning everything about myself, just being able to tick some things off kind of makes me feel good. No, I, do you know what? I'm, I, I love that. I mean, I'm a huge advocate for journaling. I mean, before I, like early days of kind of like my own journey like I used to think like the whole writing things down was very much like oh dear diary this has happened to me today whereas it's not like that at all so I think if it's anything regardless of what it looks like like if it works for you and it gives you those little kind of it's almost those little points isn't it especially like oh well I, I did that like what can I do next and regardless of like how big or little it is it's it's, it's a stepping stone in my yeah. eyes to kind of getting back to like the version of you that you deserve to be or that you want to be exactly it's all about the small wins and um i think the most the biggest advice i can give to anyone that has a, a day full of anxiety or or kind of just is a bit of a crap day it's just don't try and push yourself too much don't set yourself huge tasks don't you know listen to your body listen to your mind it is okay to have a day or a couple of days where you're not feeling good like that's okay you will get through it and you can get through it the other side and I know that cliche saying that corny saying there's light at the end of the tunnel like there is like there genuinely is and you yeah. can get through it um just do the small things concentrate on doing the simple things that we take for granted that we kind of think are so easy but actually small wins lead to big wins so um that's that's kind of that's how I deal with it anyway no I do Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And um, one of the coping mechanisms that I do need to talk to you about is obviously you mentioned like getting outside and doing a bit of exercise. Obviously you completed a bit of a mammoth task <laughs> this year and I believe you're doing it next year as well in the form of the marathon. I am. I did uh, did the London Marathon. I ran it for Samaritans uh, in April this Incredible. year. I think, I think it was quite funny. Um, I I bet, well, it wasn't funny. I, I had like a really bad foot injury two days before. So I, I, oh. I could barely walk um, for two, three days before. So I, I was, it, honestly, I thought, I text my dad, who also was running the marathon that day with me. Um, I text him in the morning of the marathon. And I said, Dad, I, I, I was in tears. I was, I was downstairs yeah. about half six in the morning. And I thought, I can't, I could barely walk down my stairs. So I thought, I te text dad and said, dad, I, I can't do, I can't do it. I can't, I can't walk. How, how can I run 26.2 miles? It's just yeah. impossible. So I was, I was in tears and I thought I've, I've done all this training and everything. And now I'm going to let people down and let Samaritans down and all of that stuff. And my dad just texted and just said, look, just get, get here, take, you know, get here, 
So at least you can kind of experience the atmosphere. And even if you just get through one mile, at least you can say you've tried. And I was like, no, that's a good, that's a good bit of advice. So I turned up, I put, <laughs> I put loads of numbing gel on my foot. I took so many painkillers. Um, like Mark Wright, who's, who's a good friend of mine was, was in the tent getting ready with me. And, uh, he could see I was in discomfort and he went, mate, mate, you went, I've got this, uh, I've got this tablet. It's absolutely brilliant. It numbs all pain from your foot. You won't feel it. So, I mean, God knows what I took, but it was like, I think it was a painkiller. Well, I hope it was, it was a painkiller <laughs> and it just got me through. And I just, and I think the adrenaline and the kind of the buzz of the day just got me through, but it was the most incredible day ever. And I can't recommend enough to anyone out there that if you get the opportunity to, yes, it's a hell of a long way to run and yes, it's painful and yes, it's tiring and yes, it's tough, but the way it makes you feel if you complete it is absolutely incredible. Just seeing people run from all different, all different ages, all different backgrounds from different parts of the world, running the same route together and everyone's running it for their own reason. Mm -hmm. And that's what I find so special. There was a guy, there was a blind guy that was running with a guide dog wow. and he was probably in his seventies. And I just looked at him, I thought, Oh my God, what an incredibly inspiring man. And then there was a guy that I was running with for probably 10 minutes that had lost his daughter who was two. And I was just wow. nearly in tears sort of running with this guy, talking to him. And, and you just see so many inspiring stories at every, at every checkpoint of this incredible day. So yeah, I managed to get through it, which was amazing. Um, did it for Samaritans, managed to raise some money. And I got back in the bath that night and I text Lou, who is, um, one of the head one of the head ladies at Samaritans and I text her saying in capital letters you have to get me an entry next year <laughs> um because I was just on such a high um that I just wanted to do it all over again so yeah I'm really really looking forward to doing it next year um I mean maybe come back to me in in three months time <laughs> when the training starts but right now I'm quite excited for it so yeah do you know what though there is something incredibly powerful in that and it's it's almost kind of like the tagline of the show now, but in those kind of moments of like, of almost like fear or like, oh no, I can't do that. Sometimes pushing past that can actually obviously lead to these like really like incredible moments. And it's that just for me anyway, to hearing that, it's just that little reminder of like, you can do absolutely anything. The only thing you can't do is give up. Mate, and to be on sure. the other side of that is, mate, oh, it's, and, and it's it's incredible what your body can do and what you can if it and and that saying mind over matter it's so so true and if i didn't believe it before the marathon because there were times where my foot when my num when the numbing cream kind of stopped working on my foot after about 13 miles so the pain was ex every step was extortionate mm -hmm. i can only describe it as when you walk on a pebbly beach that constant Ooh, pain yeah okay step so to have that for 13 miles which is about two and a half two two hours whatever it is was absolutely excruciating but i you got i got through it like i i, I just i i said to myself i can't stop i'm doing yeah. this charity that means so much to me in the samaritans that i thought they that yeah, that was the motivation and it's amazing like you said what we as human beings can achieve when we put our minds to it powerful 
with that though to be fair and i, I love this because when i have like various like music music guests on the show um i'm a big believer in people having almost like songs that have soundtracked kind of like certain parts of their journey whether you know like as you know like the first dance or like the first holiday or even like the breakup or whatever it might be I, i'm a big believer in people having a song what kind of songs were playing or did you even have music on when you were running I did, yeah. I I couldn't agree more. By the way, I think music is one of the most powerful things in the world. Um, I really do. So I I amen to that. Um, but yeah, for the first um, I ran the first ten miles with my dad. Um, so I didn't have any music in because we were chatting a bit and kind of soaking all the atmosphere in. And then I left him. Um, I went on and he sort of slowed down a little bit, and I uh, I went off, and that's when I sort of put the headphones in, and I thought, right. I've got to get to this finish line. So I, I think I just put my, um, I put my, back in the day, do you remember back in the day when we used to buy music? Do you remember those yes. days? Obviously. Yep. yep. <laughs> For 79p on iTunes, whatever it was. Um, I have, obviously I've had an, an iPhone since they came out, which is what, probably, I don't know, 12, 13, whatever years ago. So I decided instead of putting on Spotify, I put on my old music library on my iPhone that has songs that just, take me back to so many you know take me back to days on the school bus when oh, i was yeah. like Dean or a bit of old school craig david or neo or like oh, the so classics many, mate just so many classics <laughs> last from the past and you know it was the best decision i ever made because it would take me like you just said so many songs take me back to certain times mm -hmm. good and bad right like that's the that's the beauty of it and actually it took my my headspace and my my mind to another place the, yeah. the place wasn't ah oh, shit every every step i'm taking is like stepping on a pebble so it was quite <laughs> it was quite nice and comforting to to be back there but yeah music definitely helped i i love it though and to be fair, like i have zero musical talent whatsoever <laughs> um although i did make a song with sean paul so i'm putting up there i, I, I take the opportunity to tag everyone that um wait but... hang on hang <laughs> you made the song with Sean Paul. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So, you know, I'm up there with like Beyonce and like Clean Bandit and all the other people who've made songs with it. But um, yeah, I, he came on the show. I had a bit of a waffle with him and I saw the opportunity and I was like, please, can we just make like a like a minute song? And yeah. I was very fortunate that you said yes. Um, cool. So yeah, and um, no one will ever hear it, but I can <laughs> say it. 
zero music. But I, I love it because I the whether it's like lyrics or melodies or whatever it might whatever it is, like when someone kind of pours their heart into something like a song or the lyrics or whatever it might be, they almost say what I can't say. Mm. With mm. that though, with you obviously being the singer, songwriter, um, that you are, like, do you draw on like your personal experiences to create music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely when the times that I've been in the studio and mm. been involved in that stuff, it's it's it just takes you to because it's funny because you're I, th I think people that aren't in music maybe think kind of recording studios and writing songs is is a really fancy kind of like bougie sort yeah. of experience but the reality is is you're in a crappy little room with sound boards everywhere probably you know it's very intimate it's I mean there's for sure there's different studios like if you go to LA they all change but the reality is is you're just quite often just in a little room um and actually the great thing with that is that you can take yourself to a place where you can get inspiration and you can try and create some you know really special music and it is it is for me being a singer there is no better feeling than being involved in a song and then singing the song and then hearing it back like that is yeah. a really it's, I'm sure it's probably like a footballer or someone scoring a hat trick and watching it back on match of the day that same night. Like that, that, that kind of, yeah. thing. oh, thick. <laughs> like, you know, that kind of um, excitement. But it's, um, it goes back to what you were saying before. Music is, um, is such a special thing. And you're right. Like the, um, the people that, that are so talented at it are just, they can take you to another place that, um, that you can't get to without it. So, yeah, it's great. I love it. And I think to be fair, the, the live element of it, it like it's really taught me to be mm. present. Like Absolutely. when like I'm having like an, like those real bad kind of like anxious days. Like if I know I've got like a gig coming up, mm. it's like just that beautiful feeling of like for those two hours, I'm not worried about anything else other mm. than this person in front of me singing those yeah. songs that have helped me get to that point. So yeah, oh, mate, I love it. When I've been on stage and um and I'm out there that 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 is my happy place like that that for me is the it doesn't really get better than that I have to say and it's <laughs> and I think that's you know as great as that sounds it's also a dangerous dangerous place to be because you're kind of for years I craved that again um and in the periods where the band that I was in kind of split up and I wasn't you know I wasn't singing anymore and things like that there was something there was a huge hole that was missing you know that was yeah. that was missing so it's um it's a catch-22 of these things it's like the feeling when you're up there is incredible but once you've experienced it you you you, you struggle to get yourself back to that feeling yeah. without doing it again if that if that do you, do you yeah. know what I'm trying to say? It's, yeah it's a really it's a real kind of like it's a it's a tough one but um it's also an incredible one at the same time There's two questions that I ask each and every single one of my guests. And the first one is, what song needs to be playing to get Josh on the dance floor? <laughs> oh, God. Do you know what? If I've had a Long Island iced tea, mate, not, <laughs> I, I think I danced to A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I, I just, just anyone, someone's phone's ringing. There he goes. <laughs> Josh the old, is off. <laughs> the old Nokia ringtone I've with oh, a Long Island. Classic. But, uh, 
Uh, I'm going to say, oh, I sound so cringe. Anything like Jason Derulo vibe, where I, where no, I, where I was like big my Jason fan. Mate, anything, because I just, after I've had a drink and I've a little, you know, I'm not saying a lot, even, even after one or two, <laughs> I think I'm Usher. I honestly think, I think <laughs> love that. Strictly <laughs> come dancing right now because I'd win. <laughs> I wouldn't because I'm terrible, but um, yeah, anything with a beat, if I'm honest. Yeah. Yeah, anyone who sings their own name with that level of confidence, I, I'm a, a huge fan of. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> big, big Derulo fan. Amen um, to that. On the flip side of that, obviously we're with you know we're very open and um, with our emotions. Obviously, this this kind of chat's kind of proven that. Is there a song or even an album that kind of you lean into, maybe to like let the emotion out, or is there certain songs that you can't listen to because that's how they make you feel? That's a really good question, and I've actually never been asked that before. So I'm um, I don't know the answer. There's <laughs> There's a, uh, I mean, I know it sounds weird, um, but I grew up, I grew up sort of singing in my bedroom, singing in my bunk bed every day. Um, and I remember I was about 10 years, 10, 10, 10, I think I was 10 years old. And I remember singing, getting my first album, which was Blue. So when I was growing up, Blue were, Blue were the yes. big Yes, yeah. I was 10, 11, and I remember having my Walkman, um, and God, do you remember the walk? Blimey, so <laughs> old. Uh, the Walkmans with the CD player and all that. And hey, doing your I first got... paper round, you go over that bump, and literally that's it. <laughs> You're out literally. for five minutes while it loaded again. <laughs> literally, and I, uh, I, I remember getting the album cover out of the of the Blue album, and they had the lyrics in there, and I just remember singing along to a couple of the songs. And I don't mean this in an arrogant way because I was ten years old, so I couldn't mm. have been arrogant, but and I'm not. <laughs> at all but what i remember singing along to a couple of the songs i remember thinking i sound like lee ryan but i sound exactly like i remember this really weird i remember it so vividly that i was just singing and i remember thinking not i remember thinking i'm quite good i think <laughs> like i can sing like blue can like what and that's kind of when i that that for me will always be the all rise album will always be yeah a really special one for me because it just was the moment that, and I, I know this sounds really corny, but it, it's true. It was the moment that I realized I wanted, and then I thought I was destined to be in a boy band. So wow. and take that, you know, I'm sure there'll be people listening going, God, that's the cringest thing I've ever heard, but nope. it was, it's the truth. And, and since that moment, I fought the next eight years of my life, most weeks to, to to become you know to be in a successful boy band and i managed to i managed to I kind of li i did it yeah like you know yeah. not, live that dream and, and i'm so grateful because the thing that people don't see especially in well in, in all walks of life people don't see the knockdowns um before any success really or any kind of i'm not with christ we weren't as successful as a lot of boy bands out there but just getting to um the, the you place did quite, you did very well yeah just to get mate but just to get to the place where we yeah. we sing in front of thousands of people singing our songs back was the best feeling in the world and it and it and it all and i know it sounds stupid and a bit weird but it all started in my bedroom singing to that blue album so i guess for me that is an emotional album because it's where it all began do you know what i think it's actually the most honest answer anyone's actually ever given me to that question 
Oh, well, there we go. So, no, I, I massively respect that. And I resonate. I mean, like I said, I don't have any musical talent, but the waffle shop started in my bedroom at a time when I felt like I couldn't talk to anyone. So the fact that I'm now sat here <laughs> with like pop stars, like Olympic athletes or whatever in my own studio, mate, you, you've got to start somewhere. And there's there's incredible moments like this, like that do make you kind of look back and appreciate just how far you've come, especially on those days when you think you can't do it. There's a day like this and you're like, yeah, I, I did that. Mate, and it's so, uh, and I'm, and, and, you know, I know we don't know each other very well, but I'm proud of you for doing that because I think that, yeah. that it's so, if you've got a dream and um, no matter how big or small that dream is, just go out and get it, right? Like, what's the worst that can happen? The worst that can happen is you get told no, but, you know, fine. A stepping just, stone, not an obstacle, always. Exactly. I, 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 I sort of will say whenever I have children, I will talk to them about my experiences in life. And I had more no's than you'll ever, anyone will ever understand. It was no, 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 no. Or it wasn't even just no's. It was so close, so close. Oh, not quite, you know, nearly yeah. you, you came second or whatever it was. But once you get there, it makes it so much sweeter. And, Definitely. you know, starting, like, starting this podcast in your bedroom and now, like you said, getting to speak to pop Olympians. <laughs> not me, no, not me. Other, other amazing people. Like, that, that's an amazing thing. And, like, I hope people that listen to this will take it take it for for what it is. And it's nothing less than inspiring. So, yeah, Thank good for you. That generally means a lot. I have one final question for you Yeah. before I start getting all emotional. <laughs> um <laughs> If there is anyone listening at the moment who might be having a bit of a tough time of it, I mean, I know there's been some incredible advice out there at the moment, like reaching out to the Samaritans or, you know, journaling or, you know, going out for a run. Like if there is anyone listening who's having a bit of a tough time of it, what advice do you have? Keep going. Keep fighting. Keep being yourself because... We live in a world where there's, I don't know how many billion people, but everyone is, you know, everyone is different. Everyone is on a different journey. Everyone's on a different path and uh, no one is perfect. That's, that's my biggest advice. Just remember that. And also I think, like we said earlier, speak to people, um, reach out to people. If you're lucky enough to have friends and family that you trust and that you can confide in, then do that. But if you don't, call Samaritans, call, there's other charities, you know, just speak, speak it out loud um, and keep going because I can promise you things will get better and, uh, you know, life is worth living. Oh, uh, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Like my, my face is actually like aching from like smiling. Um, I need to thank you to be fair and, and the Samaritans for bringing this together because I was very worried about how this one was going to go, not because of like yourself, but um, a week ago, I actually lost one of my friends to suicide and wow. I very nearly cancelled this recording because I felt like it was a little bit too kind of too soon and a little bit too close to home. But in all honesty, like I think it was the exactly the thing that I needed because it's just that reassurance that it does get better and it kind of for anyone out there who is having a tough time of it, like there is always someone there to listen to. 
you know, you're taking it on this kind of recording with two people who have been at that point, you, you know, reached out for help, called the Samaritans, and we're now sat here as a result of kind of that kind of persistence. So I want to thank Josh and the Samaritans for joining me for a waffle today. It's It's been an absolute honour to have you on the show. No, mate, and you, my friend, are an inspirational guy. And um, I'm so sorry to hear that about your friend. Just he would be very proud of you or she. She or he, they would be very, very proud of you. So just remember that. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon.